welcome to Parenting Bites. This is your weekly video of Kids Views. I'm here today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hello. And Andrea Smith, our technology guru extraordinaire. Hello. Hello. Um, today on the show, Amy and Andrea, who survived CES, <laughs> although I think Amy barely survived because now she has a cold two weeks later, which you're not supposed to get, Amy. Yeah, but but I came home <laughs> to a sick husband. That's just oh. not fair. Like, I stayed totally healthy at CES and I would have been fine after, but I got home and my husband was sick. Yeah, that's not okay. Like, you avoided CES plague yeah. and Amy. And Andrea came home nice and healthy. So that's good. You know what is funny? I don't know how we did it because honestly, this is the first year I did not come home sick or get sick within two days of my arriving home. It's I incredible. shouldn't say that. Maybe Amy and I just spent the whole time in a hotel room and didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> right. She didn't shake hands. <laughs> so for our listeners out there who don't know what CES is um, or why we'd be talking about it on this podcast, CES is the Consumer Electronic Show. It is every year in Las Vegas. It is where all the big tech companies announce their huge products for 2019. Also, sometimes, you know, little products that are sort of prototypes that may or may not happen. They try to get a lot of press. It's mostly gadget and electronics focused. Um, it's not a gaming, that kind of place. So what we're going to talk about on the show today is all the cool stuff that's coming out for smart home, connected home, you know, health and beauty, things that actually you may want in your home in the near future, things that will hopefully make your life easier, and maybe some things that are just weird, uh, but, <laughs> like, but you might want to know about. I don't know. Um, so Amy and Andrea were there. They covered all of this stuff, and now we're going to just dive in and talk about And I wasn't there, so I'm kind of excited to hear um, all of the crazy things that aren't just massive TVs, because I think 90% of CES is just massive TVs. Um, so ladies, um, let's start with smart home, because I mean, this is a category that didn't exist 10 years ago or eight years ago when I first went to CES and now has just become enormous. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys see? You want to go first, Andrea? Nope, you go. Okay, so I've got some some great ones. I want all of these. Um, the first one is a smart robot vacuum cleaner and mopper. It's the Dbot Osmo 960, and it's going to be out later this year. And it's very similar to their last model, the the Osmo 930. Um, it mops. It has a drop sensor. Um, it's got really smart navigation. But the new thing about the 960 is it also has a camera on it and you don't have to pick up your crap before you vacuum. It will see it and it will go around it. So if you've got cords lying around, socks, whatever, it'll just go around it. I need this so much. How, I mean, how powerful is it? I have no idea. All I know is that the, <laughs> nine, the 930 got really good reviews. And so this is just a step up from that. So if the 930 was great, then this is great with a camera. So one of the things that keeps me from using my uh, robotic vacuum is I don't want to have to pick up the cat scratchers, move the chairs, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost terrible that it just takes more effort to let a robot vacuum my floors. Yeah. So you need this too. And yeah. what I need is I need the one that I talked about, I think about a month ago, the one that empties itself combined with this one. So if somebody could do that and not make it $1,000, I'll buy it. 
Maybe it needs like little hands that come out of it and like grabs (laughs) this things around the floor and like moves it out of the way. (laughs) But yeah, so I totally want that. Um, My other uh, big smart home thing is it's called the Milibu Smart Sofa. And it's it's pretty cool. And it's not like ridiculously expensive for a sofa. It's $3,500 for the biggest four-seater version. They have like four-seater, three-seater, and then love seat. It has Alexa or Google Home built in. It has a built-in Qi charger in the armrest. So you can just like set your phone down on the armrest and it'll charge. But the best part is it has integrated speakers and vibration modules I was about to say vibrator modules. That doesn't sound right. It has vibration. Well, that would be a whole other kind of couch. <laughs> but it has like, you know, you know, like some some like super home theaters have those those um, vibrating seats so that if there's mm-hmm. bass or explosions, you basically I feel actually, it. I hate that. We saw Mary Poppins in a Dolby theater and every single one of us were like, why is this happening? Okay. Well, if you don't like that, <laughs> I don't like then that. you don't want this couch. But if you like that, and I actually kind of think it's cool, because um, like if I, if we have our bass up really loud, you can kind of feel it through the floor, but you don't want your bass up that loud because you're just going to be bothering other people. So this gets that feeling without having to blast the bass. Um, so I just thought that was neat. And it looks good. It looks like a normal couch, like kind of a modern couch. That's cool. I would All like right. something like that. You want a vibrating uh, couch? Yeah, why not? <laughs> we had some of those massage chair trials. That was uh, pretty awesome. Oh, those were amazing. I actually, this is going to be a totally separate post um, on my blog, but I... I tried to, I tried as many of the massage chairs as I could on the last day of CES when there weren't as many people there. So the lines weren't crazy. I managed to try, I think, seven of them. So I've got a big comparison that's coming. All right. My turn? Yes. Yep. Okay. So I don't know. You probably know I'm already a big fan of outdoor security cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not a lot of them that are weatherproof enough for oh, the five degree temperature that we've had here in New York <laughs> the past couple of days. Um, so I, have the Arlo uh, cameras in my home. They are wire free. You do not need to hardwire them. They run on batteries. Um, And what I love about them is their new version, not the original version, the batteries are rechargeable. So you're not spending a ton of money. So Arlo had a new camera called the Arlo Ultra. Um, They're just small little white cameras. They're really unobtrusive. You can mount them or you mount like a magnet that it attaches to. So you can put it on the outside of your house, the inside of your house. It's got 4K UHD quality. It's wire free. It has a built in spotlight. Um, you know, so that it'll shine a light if there's a, and it's motion activated, uh, and again, wire free. So I love this kind of thing. You can control it from anywhere with your app and I'm waiting for this one to come out. Okay. Um, anybody who's friends with me on Facebook knows that my mail got stolen the other day. So I need that. I need a giant like floodlight to go on if somebody is near our house. I was thinking about that because the other thing that I like about this is it has two-way audio. So like if somebody opens your mailbox, it will sense it. It will shine a spotlight on them and you could be like, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Start yelling at them. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I like that a lot. The other thing, you know, you did your couch. I've always kind of poo-pooed these, but I have been looking more and more at the Sleep Number 360 smart bed. I got to tell you, I want one of those. It was so comfortable. It I, I don't know if you guys know a lot about it. No. It actually automatically adjusts its firmness depending on like it senses you moving. 
You know, if you're moving and tossing and turning a lot, you can dial up, um, you know, the firmness. So, you know, if say your spouse likes it a little bit more firm, um, you can raise the head of one person, not just both people to help with snoring, which is really awesome. Mm. Um, yeah. And it just kind of, and of course it has a connected app, the sleep IQ app. So you can look at it and see, you know, how long you slept and how restful it was. Uh, it's super expensive, probably about three or $4,000. Uh, but I want one. They're getting smart enough that I think it might be a good investment. That's interesting. You know, it's it's not that expensive when you think of what a high-end mattress is. Yeah. Um, it's just that, you know, it feels... I always wonder about the actual mattress then when you add all that stuff to it. Like, I don't know, it always feels like another thing that's going to break. Like if it constantly has to adjust and move. And what if you're not someone who moves around a lot? Like, is the mattress comfortable on its own? Yeah. Uh, it's like and always I, worrisome to me. It. You know, I laid down on it. I tried it. It sure seemed comfortable. Um, and I think just the whole idea of having flexibility, um, because, you know, most people, their partner, you know, they don't have the sl- same sleep preferences. Yeah. And it's a really nice way, especially for women of a certain age who like it a little cooler. You know, it's a it's a nice way to be able to just control your side of the bed. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, and then the other smart thing that I've always said, and no, not for me, this is just too weird, but I have to tell you the entire CES show floor, pardon the pun was flush with toilets and bidets. (laughs) (laughs) They were all over the place. Um, high end. I think I posted a picture on Instagram of, um, Amy and I saw one that had like 20 different controls, of how to use it and like forward pressure, rear pressure, I'm not even, but um, they also had ones that weren't terribly expensive. Uh, a company called Coway has a toilet and I think it was called the, the bidet, the bidet mega. Um, anyway, instead of retrofitting your whole toilet and changing everything, you just change the toilet seat and it has a control on the side. Obviously you have to do some plumbing and it's just like, you know, getting a small bidet kind of like if you need to take baby steps into this. And the cool thing about it is um, on the side where it's got all these finger driven functions of, you know, what you want it to do. It's also in Braille. So it's got Braille text on the function. Oh, that's cool. Really cool. Yeah. So I will say this for people too. Like we got a Japanese toilet when we redid our um, bathroom. It was like the one thing my husband wanted. And now we're all super happy because it's awesome. But not all plumbers know how to install them correctly um, because they're relatively new in America. So you have to check with a plumber if you get one that you're having someone install it, probably because it can be a big mess. Um, But also there are things, there are different styles where like the, the tubing and stuff should be hidden and if they don't know what they're doing it's all just going to be hanging out the side of your toilet and that's so ugly looking yeah um so yeah make sure you really use someone that knows what they're doing but get one (laughs) i can't recommend it enough get one i'm telling you i mean these are two things the mattress and the toilet that i always said no that's crazy and i'm now i'm starting to think and maybe not so crazy yeah totally not crazy All right. What else do you guys have for connected home? Is that your, are those your big, were those your big takeaways? There were no like crazy refrigerators this year or. I didn't really look at that done. No, I didn't even, I, I, yeah, I didn't even see that stuff this year. There's just too much to see. Yeah. And the refrigerators, I didn't see quite the revolution in them. I mean, LG and Samsung had their smart fridges and, 
you know, oh, actually Whirlpool had an integration with Yumly, but I don't think that was their fridge. I think it was their oven. Yeah, oh, Whirlpool and KitchenAid have Yumly integrated into a bunch of stuff now, which I thought was really interesting because we've talked on about Yumly on the podcast a couple of times at least. And um, they were bought out by somebody big, I forget. Um, so they're going to be everywhere. Like if you're not using Yumly, start so that you can um, – you'll be able to like take yummy recipes and use them in your smart appliances in really cool ways. Yeah. That's cool. I'm surprised maybe it's too small. I was surprised there weren't like a thousand instant pot ripoffs and you know, all these like smart, but maybe those are like too small for CES, those kinds of things. I mean, there were other brands of smart pressure cookers and, and, and non-smart pressure cookers, but those I think existed before. Like there have always been like instant oh, yeah. pot hasn't been the only one. They just were the one that took off. So. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder why and those, them. And those also, um, I just went to a preview of the International Home and Houseware Show that I think is in February. And there were a lot of those there, portable air fryers, um, you know, a lot of the instant pot type devices, uh, smart ovens. Actually, one smart, uh, one line of smart ovens I like if you want to move to kitchen is um, Breville has a smart oven. Amy, you saw some of Breville's stuff at the food tech thing. Okay, the really sad thing is I didn't even look at the appliances. I just <laughs> ate I ate the pizza that they were making in the, they had like, like, I don't know, a dozen or more Breville ovens set up on a stage and they had a whole crew of people making fresh pizzas and they were so good. It was amazing. I had like three slices of the margarita pizza. So I can definitely attest to the Breville ovens making a really good pizza. <laughs> Whoa, that's okay. hard because they have to get hot enough to make a really good pizza. Yeah. Pizza is not an easy thing. It was good. So mm. what makes it smart? Um, you know, the same kind of thing where it's got um, some of them have a built in air fryer. Um, I think it's the smart oven air. It's got air frying. It's got a dehydrating function. Um, some of them have like different cooking functions, of course, um, keep warm, you know, it, it's like a countertop oven, which I use. I actually cook in my countertop, like broiler toaster oven a lot. I do too and, in the summer, especially. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. When you don't want to heat up the whole kitchen. But several of them also have cameras in them and they will recognize the food that you put in and cook it accordingly. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. Nice. I that's like that really idea because nice. then you don't have to keep your eyes. Like I always, my thing is like because I like to toast. If I'm using nuts and anything, and I toast them first, like it's so easy for them to burn. Mm -hmm. You cannot walk away from nuts for three seconds, and so and they're so expensive. Mm -hmm. So I would love a little camera in there that's like those yeah. are done. And I and I don't know if it tells you that it's done. Like I don't know if it only recognizes the food and then says, "Oh, that food is supposed to cook for five minutes at this temperature," or if right. it actually watches it and sees if they're browned enough. I have no idea. That um, would, that's what I want. I want the sensor so that's like done. Yeah. So the the Breville, I don't think it has a camera, but it has. Well, they call it Element IQ, and it's got a sensor that connects to the temperature control. So basically it, it moves, you know, the, it moves the heat around. So if it senses that something needs more heat than something else, it'll actually move the heat around mm -hmm. and heat up that particular spot. I don't know how that would work with nuts, but right. <laughs> it does sense things and try to take over. So I want, that's what I want to try is this Breville IQ technology. That's cool. Okay. So what else do you have for smart kitchen? Oh, okay. This, I don't know. I, it's one of those things that I think is really cool. I'm not sure if 
the size would make it really valuable in my kitchen because it does take up a bit of space, but it's called the Rotimatic and it's a flatbread maker. And it like, it does everything. You put in the ingredients and it kneads the dough and raises the dough and then kind of splats out these, all these different kinds of flatbread. Um, you know, Indian like naan and uh, I don't know if it does tortillas yet. There, It made like eight different kinds at the show and there are going to be like 12 more kinds coming or something. So if you eat a lot of flatbread, um, this could be useful. It was pretty cool. That's yeah. interesting. That is interesting. I never I think, think of flatbread as being like a separate thing that you have to have a thing for. <laughs> like, I'm like, can't you just make it flat and stick it in your oven? It just oven? seems like everything now is a separate thing that you have to have a thing for, right? right? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, you can make pitas, you can make naan, you know, it's, it's not a big deal, but this is like, totally automatic so like if if you would rather use a bread maker for making bread then maybe you'd rather use a flatbread maker for making flatbread right cool that makes sense the other thing i decided i want to try this year which i haven't and amy no comments about my instant pot <laughs> um is a sous a sous vide maker mm-hmm. a sous vide cooker and um Anova had one there that I like. They call it the Precision Cooker Nano. I have the regular one, not the Nano. Okay. I like the re- the Nano because it's small. It fits in a drawer. It's under $100. Uh, in fact, I think it's on sale now for $80. And I guess just like yours, you know, you use your phone. It connects via Bluetooth to your phone to an app. So you do a lot of the um, direction and, and cooking using the app on your phone. So I decided if I'm going to try one, I'm going to try a nano one. Well, remember in the last ep- last CES episode, I talked about um, those sous vide uh, sauce packets. So we can combine oh, those yeah. two and try those. Yeah, those were cool. That's cool. Okay, we'll have a cook-off. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Do you guys have any other smart kitchen stuff? That's it for me for kitchen. I think m- most of the rest of my stuff is um, like beauty and outdoor stuff. Take it outdoors. away. Amy's going outdoors? I don't even want to know. I didn't say I was going to actually <laughs> do it, but I think it's cool. <laughs> All right. Hit it. Let's hear it. So this, I, I think, is um, just super smart. So you're jogging, you're walking, whatever, you're biking. And instead of having to look at your phone for directions or wear headphones for directions, this is basically two, it looks like two watches. You wear one on each wrist and then it has a little part that slips over your thumb and it vibrates when you're supposed to turn. So you just basically like follow your wrists. Like if the right one vibrates, you turn right. Left one vibrates, you turn left. So you can like just get all of your directions without having to look or listen to anything. Oh, that is cool. So it's like haptic feedback. Yeah, so I thought that was neat. That won an innovation prize. Um, and then the other one, it's called Runnin' City. And this also won an innovation prize. And it's an app. I think it's got, it's either 50 cities or 150 cities. I forget. But it's got a bunch of cities on there. And you can explore the city. And as you're passing by points of interest, it tells you what they are and tells you about them. I love that. That is what I hate about Google Maps and Waze. Like, I can't tell you how many times we're on a road trip where we're like, what's that? I don't know. What's that? I don't know. I'm like, why doesn't it tell you in Waze? Like, you're already driving by Nose Radio or in Google Maps. I never understand that. Oh, there you go. That is cool. I'm going to download that. Yeah, I don't know if it's available. A lot of this stuff, like oh. Andrea said, is, um, you know, is like coming, but it's definitely a thing. I just don't know if it's out yet. All right. We'll have to check and we'll put a link to it if it's out. All right. What's for outside? Those were outside. Those were both. Oh, that was outside. 
I thought you were going to have like, you know, camping. Oh, <laughs> God, no. No. This That's is... Amy's version of outside. Yeah. Amy's like not going camping, huh? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could use them both around my house, but I don't know how much it's going to tell me. Right. Oh, my God. That's Turn really right at your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you could use the Volo cordless hairdryer camping. <laughs> Ooh, our, what's that? What's is, a cordless hairdryer? This is our transition to the beauty category. <laughs> I mean, everyone who goes camping takes a hairdryer, right? Um, I know people. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would, too. Um, so Volo, uh, this, you know, I never talk about Kickstarter. i even, you know, when I was an editor at Mashable, I just thought Kickstarter until you ship it until it's in the store. I don't want to know about it, but this was shown, um, and it was born on Kickstarter. It's also something that I don't think is out yet, but it is a cordless hairdryer that uses infrared heat, kind of like the um, the Dyson dryer. So it says, of course, it's better for your hair because it dries your hair faster. Um, and they were doing demos. It's really strong. It's hot, but you can control the amount of heat. And it's cordless. So one of my big things is I hate drying my hair in the same bathroom that I just took a hot, steamy shower. Oh, the worst. And the worst. I mean, there's, you know, no matter how straight you try to get it, it's going to frizz. Yeah. And if I could just like grab this cordless dryer and maybe go in the other bathroom or, you know, go somewhere else um, or take it with you, I think it's a very cool thing. Does it have a lot of power, though, being cordless? Like, because my hair dryer, I think, could, you know, power a jet engine if it needed to. <laughs> like, I, I don't go for that, you know, wimpy hotel strength, you know, hair no. dryer. Um, you know, they say it says that it's salon quality. I don't know. Okay. Power wide. They say it's three times as energy efficient as a traditional dryer. I guess that's because it, it dries your hair quicker. And, um, but they, I don't think they actually gave the power. So does it stay in like a rechargeable base? Is that what it is? Yeah. How does it charge? Um, well, I don't think you would want to keep it in the rechargeable base the whole time because, you know, like a cordless vacuum, the more you do that, the it wears down your battery. Mm. But, um, you know, you, you would keep it charged up and in a drawer or something. It's got, um, it's got a stand, you know, like the, the smart toothbrushes. Right. So it's got a base and you use your micro USB to charge that. And then you put the, the hairdryer in the base. I thought they had char- they had solved that charging problem. I thought they that I thought so too. Yeah, I don't think that's that's a thing with most things anymore. You know, I I thought the same thing and when I got my new Dyson and I called them cuz there was an issue, the guy said to me, "Don't leave it hanging in the charger all the time on your wall." And I was like, "Dude, no. Uh, no, then where are you supposed work. to put it? You have to have a, a yeah, thing for the charger said, and then a thing for your I mean, No, that's bizarre. he said just sometimes take it out and leave it down because you know, let it run down. You don't want to keep it charging all the time. But he could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah, that's stupid. Interesting. How much is that Volo hairdryer? Is it as expensive as the Dyson? Not quite. I think it's two hundred and ninety nine. Wait, let me look. Two hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah, those Dyson ones are cha-ching. Oh my god, they're yeah. so expensive. Dyson is like high threes, I think. Right. All right. Well, so what else did you see for beauty? I saw a very cool, um, cool beauty one. Uh, the simple human sensor mirror hi-fi assist um it's a mouthful (laughs) so i actually have the simple human sensor mirror they sent me one to review uh, about a month ago and it's awesome it's just it's beautiful it lights up only when you come near so you don't have to like turn it on like you put your face near it and it lights up 
Um, this is that, but it also has a really, really high quality speaker in it. So if you need sound for your bathroom, this isn't like a crappy little portable speaker. This is a really high-end speaker right in like the, the stand part. Um, and then it, for another $50, that's $350. And then for another 50, you can add on, um, Google home. So if you want to also make it smart, there you go. And, uh, that is out in April. And, um, I just, I love the way their stuff looks. I've got simple human stuff all over my house and it just looks so nice. That's really I, expensive for a makeup mirror though. Like yeah, that's but, a lot but that's, of money. But, but you know, you're paying a lot for the speaker too. A lot of right. people like care. A lot of people care about how good their sound is. I'm not sure I care that much. Um, I'm not sure I'd care in the bathroom. Like, that's interesting. I mean, that just seems really, really expensive to me when like a regular light up makeup mirror is, you know, 30 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> like, Is this one? Crazy. I've seen these and I have simple human um, soap sensors all over my house in the bathroom and the kitchen and I love them. Is this the mirror, um, the, the larger mirror that comes with an app so that you can adjust the lighting? Like if you're going to the office or if you're going out for the night? I don't think so, no. Okay. I was thinking that might be why it's so expensive. So if you don't have the built-in voice assistant, how do you control the music? Just by your phone? Um, yeah, it's just like Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. They All make right. great stuff. I love it. They I do. do. I love their garbage cans. <laughs> That's yeah. my Oh, they sent me one of those to review a month ago too. And it's, um, it's, I want to marry it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> and it opens when I say open can. Yeah, no, it's all that touchless stuff is awesome in the kitchen and the bathroom, but the kitchen, especially when you have like chicken stuff all over your hands and whatever. That is great. exactly what I use it for all the time. Like I'll be heading towards the garbage can with something goopy and disgusting and you yeah. don't want to hold it over the sensor to get it to open. You just yell open can as you're walking towards it. <laughs> right, and- please. <laughs> Probably good for new parents, too, with all those diapers. <laughs> Open can. And, you know, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but speaking of that, um, not touching anything, especially when you're cutting chicken, um, Kohler has a new smart faucet called Sensate. I can't mm. remember if we talked about that. Same thing. You want to go turn on water to rinse your hands and you don't want to touch it. You just kind of wave at this and you can also wave at it at a certain point. And um, it automatically starts filling a pot. You let it know how much water to fill and it automatically. Oh, that's cool. I love that. I love my Delta. I have a Delta smart faucet that you don't, you know, that you just don't have to turn, that you just wave in front of. And it's in the kitchen. It's everything. First of all, it's also just not gross from everyone touching it mm-hmm. <laughs> in general, like it doesn't get grimy, but I love it. The problem is when you get used to that, I cannot tell you that everywhere I go, <laughs> everywhere i'm like what is wrong with it? like it takes me a moment to realize i have to turn someone's thing <laughs> like i like hit the faucet i touch the faucet it's weird how much it becomes your your habit it's like when you get home from disney world and you spend like two days trying to open doors with your wrist and oh, you're like why isn't sad. my watch opening my door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh. you know the color the color connect stuff is amazing like they also had this digital shower system the dtv plus um where basically you can like set up your own personal you know, shower with steam and water and light and music. And then you just like tell it to start and it does all of your personalized things for your perfect shower. Oh my God. That's so much fun. Although my daughters, they already take such long showers. I can't even (laughs) imagine if that was going on, they would never come out. Uh, Now that I don't share a bathroom with them anymore for the first time in 12 years, I don't care. (laughs) Go in there as long as you want. 
Um, great. What else? Is that it? Is that your whole roundup, ladies? Well, I actually have one that I'm not sure that it's very practical, but it was kind of nostalgic for me. Um, the very first podcast that Rebecca and I had with a couple other uh, bloggers was called Blogging Angels. And um, we went to CES together one year. And it was the first year that these giant nail printers were a thing. It was like the size of, I don't know, like a mini refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And I remember we stuck our fingers in there. I got our Blogging Angels logo printed on my finger. It was really cool, but it was like cumbersome and giant and expensive, and it was only for nail salons. So now, like, I don't know, eight years later, um, there's this O2 Nails mobile nail printer for $550. It's like the size of, I don't know, a little speaker, like six inches or so. And so that's just come so far. Like now, if you're really, really into doing fancy stuff with your nails, you could totally buy this and have it in your house. That's cool. They were cool. Like they could print anything. Yeah. It really was wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, that takes a lot of dedication to your nails. Yes. <laughs> I know some teenagers who would kill for that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's like a mega gift, though, or they'd have to save up for a long time. Sports fans. Oh, yeah. I know people who would just be printing different stuff on their nails all the time. (laughs) All right. That's our wrap up. I don't know. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about Andrea. What? We talked about the ring door view cam. Yes, we did. did Okay, good. Because that's really cool. We did. That's the one that goes over the people on the door. Yeah, right, Um, right, right, right. The the other thing we talked about the um, LG roll-up TV last time, which just blew me away. But there was one other flexible um, device there that I think just wowed everyone. It's from a company called Royale, 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 um, and it's called the Flex Pi, P-A-I. And it's as big as like a, like a note, a Samsung note, you know, like a phablet. And so you're walking around, you have this tablet, and then you literally fold it in half. And it's a smartphone that has the screen on both sides. I mean, the the screen continues on both sides. It is the coolest thing. That's so funny, because I saw somebody on Facebook making fun of that today, saying that, like, nobody asked for this. And I'm thinking, how cool would it be to open up your phone and have a giant screen, like giant compared to a phone? Especially, Nobody else for the iPad. Yeah, especially with everybody watching movies and stuff, watching Netflix on their phones all the time. That'd be so cool. Yeah, or if you're using it as a smartphone and then you need to have a business call and you want to, you know, use video conferencing or something, you open it up. I mean, I think it would be amazing. Yeah. That seems really cool. And actually just seems like the very beginning of that, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's what's going to now take over and become different iterations in very different cool ways. Cool. Well, that's lots of cool stuff for people to look forward to in their homes, smartening up their homes. And um, we've come a long way from just smart plugs, I feel like, and light bulbs (laughs) um, that we were talking about four years ago. Well, cool. All right. That was great. I'm glad you guys went and I didn't. And (laughs) I get all I get all the vicarious benefits without having to be there in Las Vegas. Um, And that's it. We'll be right back with our bites of the week, which is just me. Am I the only one biting this week? (laughs) I think you guys had so many. Yeah, like that's those are all bites. We bet. All right. (laughs) You definitely did. You had a ton of stuff. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with just me and my bite, my sad bite. 
Um, <laughs> so <laughs> because it's just me, I'm going to do two, but they're like similar. <laughs> um, so they're both shows on Netflix. Um, I think they're both on Netflix. Actually, I should check before I say that. The first one I know is because that's the one I'm currently binging. The second one I already finished. So now I'm like, maybe it wasn't. Um, so the first one is a show called Sex Education mm. on Netflix. And here's the thing. This is not to be watched with your children if they are under, let's say, 15 or any age if they don't want to be watching male frontal nudity with their parents. <laughs> so, Or the parents don't want to watch male frontal nudity with their children. Um, it is, I will say that the pilot, the first episode is the most graphic. And it's obviously for like that, that wow factor that you're going to keep watching the show because it's so raunchy. The first one, the rest of the season is not like that at all. It's actually very sweet. I mean, there's nudity, but it's not the same way. Um, it is so good. It is about uh, high school in England, and the main character, he is 16. His mom is a sex therapist. She's played by Gillian Anderson, who is incredible in this part. Um, and basically, he becomes, through a series of sort of small events, a de facto sex therapist for all the kids at school, hmm. using what he's overheard from his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and like natural empathy and, you know, just he has like a talent for it. He truly does. I guess both his parents were sex therapists. His dad's sort of out of the picture because they're divorced, but you, the dad was also a sex therapist. Um, but it's about all of these kids and sort of the situations that they get into and it's not a bunch of unrealistic teen sex and even though obviously the actors aren't 16 they're probably 20 they're not 30 um like riverdale where they look <laughs> absurd um it's so well done it's so thoughtful um it's really an amazing show and watch it or just like have it on like let your kids watch it separate from you or whatever um because it's actually quite um sex positive in the best way like it's there's lots of kids dealing with sort of shame or this and that and it just deals with it in sort of these ways of it's focuses on how important like communication is like because he's a therapist um so and it's really funny it's it's just great i can't recommend it highly enough and the other show on netflix is called dairy girls d-e-r-r-y it is an irish show it is awesome. It's about um, a group of girls in Northern Ireland during the quote unquote troubles. So it's still it's like towards the end of the IRA and all the stuff, but it's still during that. So that kind of pervades this, but it's a full out crazy comedy. Um, and it's all about these girls. It's just they're hilarious. They're honest. They're funny. They're getting crazy situations and it's um i don't know and it has this backdrop of ireland during this time which i don't know how much in america like we really thought about it um you know we heard about the ira and ira bombings and whatever but to see like how they were like living through it at the time as just part of their life is actually kind of fascinating um also a great show to watch with your your teenagers you seriously have to put on the closed captioning 
the subtitles, the English subtitles. You will, they have such thick accents and Irish and they speak a lot of like Gaelic. There's like a lot of Gaelic words mixed in. You're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I recommend watching with English subtitles on, but um, it's so good. And the only problem I have with both those shows is there are so few episodes Mm. because they're British and they just don't make a lot. Right. So I think there's like six or eight. I mean, it's such a bummer, but it's so good. And Dairy Girls has already been picked up for a second season. Oh, I've got to watch both of those. Actually, the only reason I knew about sex education is that my daughter has already watched it. So she glad watched the whole thing. Yeah, glad I didn't watch it with her. <laughs> yeah, the for, the first episode in particular, there is a, it's from behind, but it's a major shot of a boy's penis, um, and it's big enough that the shot is from behind. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I will also tell you, um, just because we are here in America and I don't know what people have seen or not seen, but my daughters had definitely never seen an uncircumcised penis. (laughs) So they were like, what the hell is that? (laughs) They're like, well, that's definitely fake. I'm like, it's definitely fake because it's a prop. I mean, obviously, but also like not what you think (laughs) that's actually what that looks like and they were like what (laughs) like yeah welcome to a different world um but it's kind of a whole funny conversation my husband was like i am out of here he was like why am i sitting here (laughs) um but it's hilarious i'm impressed that you can get your kids to watch anything with you i would actually love to watch shows with my daughter um the problem is she only wants to watch things on her phone or her computer. Like she has no interest in sitting on the couch, not even if I get that smart couch and like watching the big good TV. She has no interest in it and I don't want to watch things on a tiny screen. Yeah, that's all we watch together. They don't watch anything otherwise. They don't watch all they watch on their phones is like music and um like little like things, but they don't watch TV shows. Like we're actually right now we're in the middle of binging The Office, um, and so we're watching that together, which I totally hadn't seen in so long. So it's so much fun to watch again. But yeah, they only watch if we watch on the big TV, and they pretty much only watch TV if I'm watching it with them because they don't care. Oh no, my daughter will come downstairs at like three o'clock on a Saturday. Like this is the first we'll have seen of her, and she'll be like, "Oh, I just binge watched seven seasons of whatever." <laughs> That's just what she does. Well, I think you should watch it again on the on your big TV, and chances are, if she's around, she'll end up sitting and watching it again with you. But now I don't know if she wants if I want her to do that. <laughs> Uh, after the first episode it's not so bad it's definitely a big conversation starter i can tell you like it's really good every character is so well done that's part of what it is oh i have to watch it so that is that is it those are my my two bites of the week that have nothing to do with electronics or gadgets or (laughs) anything of the sort um and thank you guys thanks amy you're welcome thanks andrea another fun week and uh you can check us out on facebook.com slash parenting bites or on parentingbites.com. you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts uh rate review subscribe share we'd love to also hear from you on our facebook wall if there's anything you'd like to talk about or any pressing issues you have or you can always private message us if you want it to be anonymous and and now that we've been doing this for four years, we thought that it might be a good idea to actually use our Twitter and Instagram accounts. So you can now follow us on Instagram at, at @parentingbites and on Twitter at, at @parenting underscore bites. So there are two more places where you can get interesting articles that we share and information about our episodes and all that stuff. So check us out there. Until next week. Happy Bye.